Good afternoon. It's September 3rd, 2023, and welcome to a special edition of Turn Left at the Cactus. My name is Cal Wedby, and this podcast is coming to you from San Felipe, Baja, Mexico. I know, I know, we said we wouldn't be back with season two until sometime in October. Well, we lied. Or maybe I should say, I lied. My co-host and partner in crime, Trisha Sykes, is still up in Washington enjoying the cool Pacific Northwest temperatures. She won't be back for another couple of weeks. As for me, I technically should be in Colorado, in the little town of Meeker, Colorado, for the Meeker Sheepdog Classic Trials. Unfortunately, the temperatures through Arizona and Nevada over this past week made me rethink my plan. Um, The sensibility of traveling in a small, untested RV with a couple of dogs and a refrigerator that, at the last minute, gave up the ghost, and camping in temperatures over 100 degrees with high winds forecasted, well, I'm willing to do a lot of things with my RV, but it just didn't seem like a very good idea. So here I am, tethered to San Felipe, but please don't misunderstand, I'm not complaining. I will confess that I'm feeling very badly, however, because I was scheduled to course direct the trial, and I have left those folks up north to find someone else to take my place. So I'll take this opportunity to send my apologies to all my trialing friends. I wish all of you up there the best of luck at Meeker and at the National Finals, which follows in Carbondale, Colorado. And while I'm at it, I would also like to send best of luck to the American and Canadian handler teams who are over in Ireland right now for the World Trials. If you happen to come from a ranching background and appreciate good livestock handling, or you just enjoy watching working dogs do what they were naturally bred to do, You might want to catch the live stream action on YouTube starting next week. You can watch Meeker, The Finals, and The Worlds all streamed. Well, that's my plug for my favorite sport. So, switching gears, let's talk about San Felipe and this summer fork in the road and do some just general housekeeping stuff. I'll start by saying that Trisha has no idea that I'm doing this. So, if it falls on its face, it's entirely on me. But um, I have to confess that I was looking for something to do that would keep me in air conditioning and keep me busy, and this seemed like a, a pretty reasonable idea to try out. Depending on how much information is out there, I thought I'd put together a weekly podcast that comes out on maybe Friday or Saturday, that features highlights of what is currently going on around here in San Felipe. So if you have anything, and I do mean anything, that you think others would be interested in knowing about, it could be San Felipe news item, or possibly a rumor that needs to be verified, an El Dorado calendar event, general campo or ejido news upcoming events you think deserve attention, even a call to action for the area, well, why don't you shoot me an email at cactusleft at gmail.com. That's cactusleft at gmail.com. Or private message me through Turn Left at the Cactus Facebook group page. 
depending upon whether or not this summer fork in the road proves relevant and worthy of continuing, I'll try to make sure that the information gets out to our listeners. I'm hoping to get a podcast of this nature, this fork in the road, dropped about maybe once a week. So get anything you think is of interest to our followers and try to get it to me about Wednesday or Thursday. Have any of you out there ever seen the Robin Williams film Moscow on the Hudson? It's an interesting older film about a Russian played by Robin Williams who emigrates to the United States and lives in New York City. I won't spoil the plot for you, but there was one scene which has stuck with me, probably because I spend most of my life here in the western part of the Americas. In this scene... A dyed-in-the-wool woman from New York City has just returned home from spending some time in Arizona. When she's asked about her trip to Arizona, she throws up her arms, sighs, and exclaims, All there is is weather. Let's talk a little bit about the weather. We've had two hurricanes affect us in less than a year. Kay in September of 2022... Hillary in August of 2023. The last major hurricane to come up this far on the peninsula was Nora in 1997. Hurricane season on the Baja technically stretches from May until November. The months most likely for hurricanes in our area are August, September, and October, with September historically being the most likely. So, given that information, we may not be out of it yet, folks. Anyone experiencing Kay and Hillary will tell you that they were totally, totally different, making it hard to predict what's going to happen. We can pretty much count on rain and wind, of course. Uh, But given all of this, it stands to reason that we might be mindful of a few things for the future. And I know I'm probably preaching to the choir, But maybe a reminder of a few things is in order should we face another incident over this next um, piece of the hurricane season. Like, for instance, remembering to tie things down and put things away, making sure our roofs are secure and properly sealed, sandbagging if we've got low spots, filling up potable and regular freshwater containers ahead of time, especially those of us on cisterns, accessing a generator, gassing up our vehicles beforehand, having a plan for emergencies, and having a way to check in with our neighbors and friends. I think all of these things became abundantly clear to many of us during Hillary. In light of all this, I'd like to offer a shout-out to all the people who so selflessly gave of their time and assistance to make sure everyone was covered during Hillary and its subsequent power outage because it was pretty extreme for a lot of folks. Thank you, all of you. Your efforts did not go unnoticed or unappreciated. And while I'm on the subject of hurricanes and sandbags, I'd also like to offer a special acknowledgement to Alisalde Construction. Interestingly enough, they had the wherewithal and the entrepreneurial spirit to provide sandbags to those of us who ran into problems at the last minute. For a reasonable price, they filled, delivered, and set up barricades for us. I can attest personally to the fact that it was a property saver. 
And I'll add here, too, that if anyone is interested in the correct way to fill and place sandbags, there is, believe it or not, a YouTube video on the subject. And if Tricia were here, she would say, of course there is. So, for those of you who are out of town, I'd also like to add that we had an interesting storm come through here this last Friday afternoon. And so we got more rain and a pretty spectacular thunder and lightning storm. Some of us lost power, but only for a short time, thank goodness. As a result of all these rains, the Ocotillo are, I can say, in full leaf and are absolutely gorgeous. I think we can safely say that the desert will be alive with color by the time the snowbirds come down in October and November. On another weather note, have any of you ever experienced a king tide? Well, if you haven't, and you're currently in San Felipe, now's your chance to witness one. For those of you who aren't familiar with the term, a king tide is the unscientific term used to describe exceptionally high tides. By all accounts, lots of folks have been checking it out on the Malecon and down at Club de Pesca. If you're out of town, you might want to check in on Chatter to see some of the amazing photos that people have been capturing of the tides. Moving on, uh, let's take a look at some of the news from the El Dorado Ranch neighborhoods. I'll start with a quick rundown through the activity schedule. Waterball aficionados, your schedule remains pretty constant. Water volleyball at the Cachanilla Pool, that's the mountainside of EDR, continues Monday through Friday at 1145. But if you're new and you want to join in the action, you should be there by 1130 to sign up. If you can't make that morning schedule, there is Monday night water volleyball at 6.30 p.m. The Cachania pool continues to be open for lap swimming at 7.30 in the morning. Water aerobics begins at 8.30 in the morning. Also at the Cachania activities area, tennis players can join in for play or instruction beginning at 7 in the morning. If you prefer pickleball, check out the pickleball courts next to the Palapa Pool in La Ventana neighborhood. That group meets under the lights at 7.30 in the evening. If you're looking for a poker game, head down to the pavilion located in La Ventana del Mar section of the ranch on Thursday nights at 6 p.m. Golfers make a note that the golf office closes at 3 in the afternoon during the summer, but the course remains open until 5 I have heard that they are operating on a pay-and-play honor system if there isn't anyone in the office. Anyone for darts? There's a dart tournament scheduled in the activities office at Cachania on Friday, September 15th. If you have any questions about activities at EDR, please get in touch with Jorge Libreros, the activities director. He can be reached on Mexican number 686-119-6911. That's 686-119-6911. In other EDR news, as many of you know, we've been experiencing power outages off and on this summer. If you're like me, you might have experienced a moment when you thought perhaps the security personnel at the guardhouses would know instantly what was happening. Well, not so much. We are into new territory here, folks, and I think it stands to reason that everyone is playing a game of catch-up, the security office included. The ranch is asking that you be patient. 
If the power doesn't come on right away and an hour or so goes by, the powers that be here on the ranch will be making inquiries. They will update their personnel as information becomes available and then make it available to the residents. This summer has thrown us a couple of curveballs. I would suggest that patience and adaptability are definitely the order of the day. In general news, remember that September 16th is Mexican Independence Day. It's the day Mexico celebrates its independence from Spain. Downtown should be alive with activity and lots of visitors from Mexicali and the United States. So the usual advice goes, don't wait, gas up, and get your pesos. For anyone who doesn't know, San Felipe is home to a world-class rowing club. Those of you who follow and support the rowers will be very pleased to hear that the Baja governor has just provided them with 10, that's 10, new skulls. Good on you, Baja government. Hats off to Baja Ben Biscuit. They're celebrating 10 years of providing boarding, grooming, and drive-up nail clipping service to the dog owners of San Felipe. If you require their services, they are located north of town, off of Highway 5 in the Ejido. So let's talk about some recent rumors. Someone's border crossing app recently suggested that the east border crossing heading stateside was closing at 2 p.m. Untrue. It's still 6 to 10. As always, if you're in doubt, check with the Border Patrol website, and I don't think there's any need to say anything more. Under restaurant information, patrons of the Miramar Bar and Grill were saddened recently to learn that it has closed for good. iCafe has announced that they've been doing some renovations and will be reopening this month with a brand new breakfast menu. A reminder that uh, Sweet Spot and the Roadrunner will reopen in October. But Alex's house behind Rancho de Otro remains open for breakfast and lunch here on the north side of town. Also on the north side, uh, Miguel's Fish and Chips and Food by Monica are located at the San Felipe Brewery and begin serving at about 2 p.m. every day. Now, I'm more familiar with the offerings over here on the north side of town, so if anyone wants to share info about what's going on down south or in town, I'd really welcome it. Uh, some special events coming up over this next month. In off-road racing, remember that September 12th through the 17th is the SCORE Baja 400. And the Nora 500 is scheduled for October 19th through the 22nd with an overnight in San Felipe. In news of other events, the Blues and Arts Festival is scheduled for October 13th through the 14th, and it'll be held again at the Pavilion. You might want to check later on Chatter or maybe through the Sunrunner Bulletin Board for info on tickets for that event. On that same weekend, uh, Pete's Camp will be sponsoring a poker run on October 14th. There's also news that we may be having a new event in November entitled Series by the Sea. Baseball players and fans can look forward to hearing more about this particular event when we invite, here at Turn Left at the Cactus, Elena Einsweiler back to tell us what she and her cohorts uh, have cooked up for us in terms of this baseball event. 
I'm going to end here with a call to action. San Felipe Dog Rescue is looking for transportation assistance. They've got some pups that need to be taken to San Bernardino. If you can help, please private message them through their Facebook group page. So that uh, pretty much wraps it up for now. I know that I have barely skimmed the surface. Remember, this is an experiment to see if y'all out there think this is a good idea. If you think this is a good idea, if you find it useful, you'd be doing us a huge favor if you'd take a moment to respond to our poll. Give us a like or leave us a message. If you have news or an event you'd like others in our community to know about via Podcast Waves, please feel free to email us at cactuslift at gmail.com or private message us through Turn Left to the Cactus Facebook page. So, I think that'll do it for now. Until next time, don't forget to turn left at that cactus for no bad days.